This is JFM Podcast. to Let's Talk and G101.9 FM. As Nigeria goes through its series of election petition tribunals, as Nigerians consistently look out for hope in a horizon that seems dark, as Nigerians consistently ask the questions they should ask, I invite every single one of you, Every Nigerian out there, every young man, every young woman, every old man, every old woman, every boy, every girl of every religion, I invite you to a Nigeria that works. I invite you to a Nigeria that is hopeful. I know that the constant turmoils we go through, the economic situations, the political madness, if I'm allowed to use that word, has gotten a lot of people hopeless. Some people are constantly looking out for the fault, the wrong things that is wrong with the country. And by all means, you have the right to. But I also want to invite you to a country where we are hopeful, a country where optimism rules, a country where we believe as young people, as old people, as Nigerians, that a country would work, a country where we are proud to be Nigerians. Too many times as Nigerians, we are quick to throw down everything that has Nigeria to it. And rightly so, if you have been betrayed too many times, it is only normal you're skeptical. It's only normal that you don't believe all the things you hear. But I also want you to know, dear Nigerian, that the honors of making this country work, the responsibility of ensuring that we get out of this doldrum we currently are in, lies on you. The responsibility of making Nigeria a place to be proud of lies on you. And the first job you have to do, I enjoy you and, 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 I, and I charge you, is to be proud to be a Nigerian. The pride of our country, the pride of what we hold dear to our heart, our identity as Nigerians first, before we are Igbo, before we are Tarok, before we are Biram, before we are from any tribe at all, we are first Nigerian. And I charge you to be Nigerian, to be patriotic to the letter. I charge you to go out there and be excellent. I charge you, dear civil servant, to not falsify numbers. I charge you to go to work early and work until you're supposed to leave your office. I charge you not to collect bribes on the road to dear police officer. I charge you, dear man at the office, to not ask somebody to pay you extra for something that's supposed to be free. I ask you, dear man that own a business, to pay your tax as and when due. I charge you, dear young man on the street, to not drop your waste on the road. I charge every single one of you to work together as Nigerians to make Nigeria great. Now, recently, I had a conversation by Vusi Tembe Kwayo, and he made something very important that I think that a lot of us have forgotten, that in the midst of chaos is where innovations thrive. So in the midst of Nigeria's present chaos, in the midst of Plateau State present chaos, in the midst of this economic hardship, like M.I. would say, that choke us for neck like bow tie, in the midst of all of this, innovation thrives. So I join, I employ every single Nigerian out there. I want you to first be Nigerian. I want you to go out there and be proud of who you are. I want you to not let your head down, not let your shoulder slump, not let your heart be broken. Because despite all of this chaos, in the midst of the burning bushes, we're still going to hear the voice that says, this is it. So dear Nigerians, today, I charge you to be Nigerian indeed and to be excellent. Today on the show, 
um, we would have a conversation, you and I, like I did yesterday. I want to talk to you. I want to know what you feel. I want you to get your take on the issues bothering the country. And the meat of today's conversation is the election tribunal. Um, if you have been following our different programs here on JFM, you obviously have heard different you know, professionals talk about the election tribunal, what it would end for the people who are seeking to reclaim their mandates from the court and everything in between. And today, because the election tribunal hearings, the pre-hearing um, will start on Monday 8th of May, what are we talking about the tribunal? You and I, you'll be calling me to tell me what you think. Do you think that the people fighting to get their mandate, Labour parties, the PDPs, the ACs, the different parties who are saying, hey, do not uphold the results and announcements of President-elect Bola Ahmed Tinubu of the All Progressive Congress. Do not uphold that result. Do not uphold that announcement. You cannot make him president, some have said. Do you think they have a case in court? Do you also trust a judiciary system to do well and do well by us? And some people have also said that the system, the process, should be televised. Do you agree to such sentiments? Or do you think that would be too much pressure on the judiciary? The phone lines will be open um, shortly, and so you can call me and share your thoughts. And like I always say here, ask the right questions. Ask the tough questions. If we do not ask the tough questions, if we do not you know, question the norms that we are used to, we'd only go in circles. So I heard something recently, and it's one that has, you know, been on my mind for a while. And it has to be the continuity of democracy, whether or not democracy has the strength to continue a decade, you know, centuries from now. If you have been following international politics for a while, you obviously know how... How embroiled, let me use that word, the United States of America are in terms of their relationship with China and how it seems as though the quote and unquote powerful world leaders are not democratic from Vladimir Putin to the president of China and even, you know, um, you know, in different parts of the world. It seems as though democracy might not be holding sway as it used to. America, who are the bastion of democracy, who are the forefathers of democracy, are probably standing on one feet right now. A lot of people questioning the process, election process over there in America. And so I ask you again, if you don't ask the tough questions in the country, we cannot move forward. Hey, like I said, the phone lines are open 090-55-666699-081-218-77777. Let's have a conversation. The election pre-hearing tribunal starts on Monday, 8th of May. What do you expect? What would be favorable to you in terms of the judgment? What do you think the judiciary should do differently than it has been doing before? Of course, we know that in Nigeria, election tribunals are not new. I think I saw a stat that said over 3,000 plus election tribunals as of 2022 have been filed since 1999 in Nigeria. So we have a rich history of election tribunals and election cases, petitions, you know, against, you know, um, INEC and people who won elections. But this one, some say it is special. Some say the presidential election tribunal for this, the petition rather, is special for obvious reasons. First, this is the first time in a long time, not the first time ever, but the first time in a long time where Nigerians were genuinely interested in election the first time where voter apathy you know was pretty much reduced to the barest minimum if i'm allowed to use that word and you know voters came out in mass to vote so this is the first time also where we are seeing a third force that is 
actually repeatable. And prior to the election this year, we all thought and we all agreed amongst ourselves, among the political class and intellectuals, that Nigerian's political space is dominated by the APC and the PDP. But the Labour Party, you know, led by the, uh, you know, um, you know, the prince in, Ch- in Shining Armour, um, Peter Obi, gave, you know, the two contending parties around for their money you know coming just closely second behind Atiku Abubakar with a few hundred thousand votes so it means that we're having for the first time in a long time a third force that actually was a force and not the ones that just made them out remember in 2019 when some people some supposed intellectuals aka motivational speakers like to call them decided they wanted to form a thought force and we know how it all went the likes of Philadelphia so yeah the likes of Kinsley Morgalu likes even of Obi Ezequestili, um, how they came together to form a supposed thought force that didn't even have the power to push a paper from point A to point B. But this time, we did have a thought first. And it has changed the narrative. It has changed the dynamics of Nigerian politics. And maybe to an extent, changed, you know, how election petition tribunals are followed. Prior to today, prior to now, I, I believe that a lot of people were not so interested in election tribunals. We all, not all, but many of us, many Nigerians, accepted that whoever won at a general election had won and we moved on with our lives. But now it seems as though we are not stuck, but we are waiting with bated breath for what the judiciary will do. Some are saying this is the biggest test for the Nigerian judiciary. Some are saying if they do not get it right right now, it all goes down to the dogs. Well, some people are saying, hey, the judiciary have been beautiful before now. You cannot use just one event you know, to put them under the spotlight so much that you question their legitimacy and fairness and powers. But hey, all of this conversation makes for an interesting, some would say interesting Nigerian political soap opera, while others would say it makes for an interesting conversation. Like I said before, the phone lines will be open. But before I give you all of the juicy news that you have um let me give you some details on how election tribunal works in the country just a background check so you understand what we are dealing with and how it works so first off election tribunals are in two phases um, there's the presidential election tribunal which which happens to be the one we're focusing on today and there they are tribunal for you know the states and house of assembly and senators anyways um therefore the um Tribunal, Election Tribunal, Chapter 7, Part 3, Section 285 of the Nigerian Constitution was, you know, established that we have an election tribunal. And those, you know, those um, parts, the details of that constitution was amended by the electorate of 2022. It means that, you know, we do not just have an election tribunal that can run for as long as they want to, appeals and appeals and appeals and appeals. Now there is a 180 days frame between when a you know a case is filed, when the, the, the judges start to sit, and when a you know judgment is passed. So we have 180 days between those spaces, and some people have said that 180 days time span is beautiful because it ensures that judgment is not delayed because they say judgment delayed is denied but there are some people who have also, who have also argued that the 180 days time span might be not feasible because of course we know that nigerians a lot of things happen unforeseen circumstances you know there might be strike there might be issues with the judges who are supposed to sit and all of that and some people say hey there should be a part in the constitution that allows for an extension should unforeseen circumstances happen but 180 days according to the law is what is needed for judgment to be passed also with nigerian and election tribunal for the ones for the precedents which are focusing on they're just to the appeal court and the supreme court so if you if the appeal court doesn't 
doesn't go in your favor, the next place is Supreme Court and that's it. Why for this governorship, you know, tribunal, we have, you know, the Mufesi um, Tribunal, then the Appeal Court, that is Supreme Court. So the, dif- the, the spaces, the difference between the governorship tribunal and now the presidency, for the presidencies, Appeal Court first and then Supreme Court next. There's no in between. Um, also, when you look at tribunals in Nigeria, basically there are three decisions. The, the, the decision could be nuanced, could be you know broken into different parts. But the three basic decisions that could happen in an election tribunal petition is either the court says, "Hey, the election was good, and whoever won won," or they could say, "Hey, the election was not good. You have to do a rerun of the elections." Or they could say, "Hey, the election was bad, and whoever came second, or the persons that filed the petition, becomes the new winner of the election." So those are the three basic things that could possibly happen when it comes to election tribunal in Nigeria. With the election tribunal, presidential election here, um, it's very interesting because the prayers, I use the word because that's what the lawyers would say, the prayers by the Labour Party and Peter will be are quite interesting. And there, there's that of the PDP. And the plethora of others on other parties who you know brought out reasons why they think that you know the election wasn't good enough and why they think that you know the results and the announcements of the president-elect should be null and void for labor party which is one a lot of young people are following i'll do well to give you the other prayers and the charges you know by the different political parties but the ones that a lot of people are following obviously has to be the labor party and the pdp and for the labor party they have five prayers um, these five prayers, one of them obviously has to be that, you know, the go- the president-elect did not win 25% of votes in the federal capital territory. And this has been one of the major controversial parts of the prayers because some lawyers, you know, in the, in, in the interpretation of the law say that the 25% according to the law that should be won in the FCT does not mean that if you do not win it in the FCT, you are not a legitimate winner. What it says is that if you get 25% from the FCT, it also counts as part of the two-thirds that should be won. Why some, for example, um, a certain um, um, barrister Zekome, who is, you know, for the, from the PDP, has said 25% must be won. If you now win 25% in Abuja, any other thing you want, any other place does not count. Labour Party are also saying that the president-elect, Bola Ahmed Tunubu, um, his vice-presidential candidates, um, Senator Kasim Shetima, do not have the constitutional rights and went against the law by being a vice-presidential candidate even when he was elected or selected by APC to be the senatorial candidate for Bornu, you know, senatorial district. And that has raised a lot of questions. Is it right? Is it wrong? Was, was it outside of the law that the person who was elected by a party to become a senatorial candidate also was elected to become vice presidential candidate, holding two offices at the same time? The Labour Party also said in their prayers that the president-elect had a $460,000 for feature in the United States because, uh, allegedly, some would say even though the, uh, the papers are there and the evidence are bound everywhere, uh, that the president-elect had to pay $460,000 for feature for a cocaine and, you know, and drug trafficking case according to them it is against the law of tiniest prior but when you look at the details of the law the apc obviously would have 
eight canes against them. They also, the Labour Party also made mention of the transmission of results, which, you know, the PDP did the same as well, and all of that. But before I start picking your calls and getting your thoughts on all of this, I also want you to know, just an aside, um, there was a story yesterday that broke, and um, in case you haven't heard it, I should be the one to break it to you, even though it's not breaking news. Um, a report by Bloomberg UK, Bloomberg Worldwide, basically, because the news was all over most of their major, you know, um, headlines. Bloomberg has not been it's not a discovery but a reporter that the president-elect son Lucei Tinubu um was is his company bought a building that was supposed to be under locks and key so basically the building that Lucei Tinubu bought for a certain amount which I don't want to go into because that's that's not the cause of conversation is not um, legal to be bought the money the house some said was gotten from stolen funds because the money was for a certain aluko who apparently according to reports was you know had bought the house from stolen funds from his connection with the former minister of petroleum and um, minister of petroleum Deziani Madwike and so there's a case against the um the son of the president-elect for using money to buy house a house in the uk a very u.s right a very beautiful building which for me is a lot of money but what is most in most shocking is the amount that that building cost and when you look at the backstory to what the president-elect son does his company and question is where'd you get such amounts to buy such huge such such expensive house but those are questions that you know the the media and the people who are in charge will have to deal with and the SEC as well but just so you know the president's election has been fingered for buying a house that was supposed to be not sellable but if you read a story on bloomberg you probably will get more details on that the phone lines are open 090-556-666699-081-2187777. What are your expectations for the election tribunal, presidential election tribunal? Should the, should the proceedings be televised? Some have said it should be televised. And my question is, does it change anything? You know, a lot of times when we hear, you know, um, judges come out to give, you know, their judgment, they always say, based on the evidence presented. And... If we are going to be honest, as everyday persons, our understanding of the law is quite limited. I'm not saying we are dull people, but the way the judges understand the law, the kind of evidence, hard evidence they have on, on with them and how it is interpreted, it's obviously going to be different from how the everyday person reads it. So the question is, should it be televised? Does televising it change anything? We are not going to be there when judges are making their judgments and sitting down you know, together to make judgments. So um, all of the issues of televisation of the proceedings do you agree with it and do you think the nigerian judiciary is we, we, we trust them enough to pass judgment that would speak some would say we represent the voices of other people you can call us and call me and share your thoughts um yeah the phone lines are open you can call in and share your thoughts also here uh, something else that that also caught my attention has to be the the conversations around you know, the fact that the judiciary might not get this right. Hello, good morning. Good morning, good morning, your name and where are you calling me from? Hello. Hello, I can hear you. Good morning. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, unfortunately, I think uh, the network is not going well. Please do try to call us back. The phone lines are open 0905566699. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you clearly. Good morning. Okay. Um... 
I think you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. Um, it is actually not clear. I said no, but let me go. My name is Chukwuko, coming from Malawi. All right. Uh, you see, um, Nigeria should actually listen to this. Um, countries have been um, moved forward, and countries have been made great by the kind of people that um, take the public offices. Okay. Um, Nigeria cannot be great on its own. It is not the trees. It is not the roots. It is not the monkeys. Not the animals in Nigeria that want to be this country. It is we. Um, God has given us everything that it takes to make a nation great. Mm. And like, let me tell you something. I said this in another session some time ago. The reason why Nigerians, Nigerian leaders are using taxless money, running into billions of dollars to go and travel to from France to to to, to, to Britain to Germany, uh, to other Eastern countries, looking for so-called looking for investors, is because we refuse to do what is right in our country. Mm. I, I I never see where uh, any any country leader like coming from Asia or from. Other European countries coming, coming to Africa, coming to Nigeria to come and get people to come and people to come and invest in their country. The reason why Nigeria has so, I didn't mean, spending taxpayers' money, money that they used to do other important things, is because our judicial system is very, very foul. In fact, it is actually nothing to write about. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can assure you, I can, I can give you three examples. And I'm not saying again because our democratic system is also a shambles. It's also a shambles, I can see that. Now, if Nigeria actually want to come together and build a nation, acceptable nation, where other countries, where other small, small countries, where countries like Kenya, where Rwanda, mm-hmm. them, compare them one on one with Nigeria today, you understand that Nigeria begins to Africa so called. It's actually on the, on the lowest ladder, if you ask me. And again, look at the situation now. We have actually gotten it wrong by Professor Mahmoud. And the TDP is actually saying that. The viewers do not work on the uploading the, the, the pension results. Why is this so? Meanwhile, the same, on the same day, 26th of February 2022, 2023, the same election was the election was conducted along with that of the Senate and the House of Reps. And then the secular ones were uploaded, successfully uploaded, and everyone saw, saw it. Why is it that that of the presidential, I'm asking this person as a Nigerian, and somebody who came out from the sun to come and vote? Why? <laughs> Presidential, very important, was not uploaded along with these other two elections. So I, this is actually where I want to hold that up. But if the Labour Party and the PDP is going to is going to back on the issue of whether the SCT to the is gotten there, I think it is actually nothing to write home about. Mm. And again, I want to also ask this question to be sincere because I voted for the Labour Party. I want to ask: Does the Labour Party have to defend against in the northeast region and in the uh, 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 and in the northwest region? That is what I also want to ask as a question because. Okay. If you are going to the House of Equity, please, I beg you, go with your clean hands. Don't go and say, because you actually, you favor in this particular region, in this particular state, in this particular area, and then you think that it's going to come up for one another. It is not going to work that way because, much as you have some of these sound that are going to represent you in the court, in the, in the tribunal, these other people that are sent to court are also going to be represented by also smart lawyers mm. and smart, smart, smart sons. So, in, in, in conclusion, let me say something. Nigeria, if you want to get what is right, if you want to get this country right, if you want to get this country working again, let's make sure that our judicial system is very correct. And the process of bringing our leaders, we should not be looking at it as something that lets us manipulate and go. If you manipulate and go, if you manipulate and become the president, Nigeria will keep on suffering. You are not going to have a successful government because countries are going to help you run this government. They are going to look, look at you and look down on you and not even respect you. If they want to come and invest, they rather go and invest in countries that have clear democratic uh, settings, clear, clear democratic elections. And people, they are also setting their judicial rights so that if there's anything that happens to the company, if anything happens to the uh, 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 uh
to the uh, uh, diplomats, they are going to come and then address it in the court and then get judgment. But if Nigeria is not ready for this, let us forget it. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Thank you so much for calling. The phone lines are still open 0905566699. Call me and share your thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Emeka. Good it's morning, Radio Mama. Mama. Welcome. Get, welcome. Good morning. Go on with your thoughts. Before I answer your question of whether it should be televised or not, I think the 10th Assembly should work towards making sure that the INEC chairman is no longer a prerogative of the president. You understand? Mm, let yes. the judicial council take over. Let, the, let, let them uh, advertise it and then let people now you know, uh, indicate their interest and then they now shortlist and all that. That's the only way you can have to make the INEC uh, independent. What we have now is a national electoral commission, not independent <laughs> electoral commission. All right, so having said that now, it can be televised. I let it be uh, according to the... Uh, global, uh, I mean, uh, standard practice, you know. So whether it will uh, influence how the digital outcome will come or not, that, that's uh, another topic for another day. But let it be televised in the first instance. So now, can you imagine what happened? Look at the, what happened in Adarimawa. I wept too. Um. So this man, after two weeks, he turned himself in. They said arrested, but I know he turned himself in. But the important thing is that, that uh, he's in the police uh, custody or whatever custody. But what, 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 what shocked me was, in BBC Hausa, you know, he said he didn't uh, receive any gratification yes. or whatever. Yes, that's you know, what he to said. influence his actions. And then he doesn't have any regret. And they can, up to this moment, that's what the man is saying. Uh, uh, Radio, wow. Mama, um, as yes, as please. Nigerians, do you do you think don't don't you think that he has been prepped beforehand on what to say, and been has been assured that he's going to be safe? Because if if a person who you know, I mean, did what he did, absconded for two weeks, even though he said he was not running away, but according to police, they could not find him for two weeks, and now he comes out willingly to speak. Don't you think he had some assurances somewhere that he's going to be safe no matter what happens? Uh, Mecca, that's exactly what I'm saying now. He's emboldened because there, 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 what you say, uh, this is down in the bush, you know, baboon or whatever. There's somebody beating the drum for him on the road. Mm. That is the problem. But what I'm saying now is that I think he's on trial. Judicial is on trial. The police is on trial, understand? If they let this uh, case be shot under the capitalist, then we, we are just wasting our time. Uh, it will be a disaster. Because this one is so is, uh, clear, you know. They have promised him and they have told him. Well, before he did what he did, did they not uh, tell him uh, what he did? They told him that uh, even the, one of the commissioners that uh, escorted him and the, the other people that, uh, all the, uh, the personnel, that is uh, uh, the, the security agents that went with him, are they not supposed to be tried? Mm. I said, this God, God is wonderful. I like the, what happened. So that will now put all of them on trial. Let us see what is happening in this country. Why are they talking about democracy? Tomorrow you want people to come out and start voting. I've been voting all my life, but they, they don't, uh, you know, they, I mean, they make a case out of this one. I, I'm sorry, even that I said I shouldn't give up on Nigeria, but it's better point. I wouldn't even want to vote, even if I want to give up on Nigeria. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. <laughs> Rest the bikini calls this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, please do try to call us 0905566699. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Emeka. Good morning. Your name and where are you calling me from? My name is Alvin Aaron, and I'm calling you from Kuru. All right, Aaron, please go on with your, with your contribution. Uh, thank you. Um, first, you have a question whether the process should be televised? Yes. My answer is yes. It should be televised. Don't you think that's so, too much pressure on the judges? Uh, that is 
preserve the pressure. If the right thing would have been done right from the first day of the conduction of this election, I think the pressure would have been less. And I think the judiciary loves this kind of pressure. Everybody in this country is fighting for his own pocket. That is why, why the wrong things are done. You know the law. You can interpret the law. Mm. Why didn't they come in before now? So everybody deserves the pressure, and they're working. Who are they working for? They're working for Nigeria. Mm. And Nigerians deserve to know. We deserve to ask questions, and they deserve all their answers for the question. We don't want anything we hear. They say we want to hear it, communicate to us, see it live, so that we know that this thing is not being done wrongly. You know, in Nigeria, when you keep quiet for some certain things, they take you for a fool. Mm. They take you as if you don't know what you're doing. But the pressure, I will say it, is deserved. It's deserved. And me asking questions up to date, if they are able to arrest the wreck that uh, announced the result wrongly in Adam State, yes. what happened to the INEC chairman when he announced the result that Nigerians are crying instead of being happy? The whole of the country is shut down when he announced that result. What has been done to him? Is there anybody who is bigger than Nigeria? That is the problem of this country. Mm. Instead of people people being happy and the bad people be responsible, be arrested for the wrongdoing, people are working free. Those who are doing the wrong thing are working free. Imagine what is happening in this country. Uh, have, you, have, you, have you taken time to listen to the insecurity that has resumed back fully? Yes. Look at what is happening. People cannot sleep with eyes closed. But during the election, during the campaign, everybody was sleeping with eyes closed. Are they the ones that are giving us break for the insecurity? What is happening? People are not being held responsible for the, for, 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 for the, for the wrong thing. People are, the, the wrong people, the bad people are working free in the society, and the good people are suffering, the innocents are suffering every now and then. Mm. And they're telling us, all we need in this country is justice. If truly the uh, Tinubu won this election, yes, let it be transparent, let it be shown. We will not uh, tolerate any, no we have already taken too much in this country. It is high time that the judiciary did the right thing. And if they did it, they saved their future. It's not about their now, they saved their future. Because all of us now count on our age, added today. What will we be remembered for? Mm -hmm. How many years are we still living on earth? You will see a man of 50, 60. We decided to swell it down and, show, and, and sink his generation into deep waters. And you will not even care. You don't care about tomorrow. This country, we pray that God really comes in for us. If not, nobody, I repeat it, those who have already tested power, nobody is ready to do the right thing. And I pray that God will change this uh, notion in this country. Thank you very much, Jamaica. God bless you. Thank you so much for calling. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, um, just trying to pick your calls here, 0905566699. Hello, good morning. Hello, Anaka. It's Israel. I'm calling you from Shaka. Ah, Israel, please go with your contribution. Hello, Anaka. Hello, I can hear you, Israel. Go on. Hello. Hello, Israel, I can hear you. Go on. Hello. Hello, I can hear you. Go on. Unfortunately, Israel can't hear me. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mazi. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure <laughs> having you. What you see in Nigeria today is film show. Film show in the sense that watch UK Parliament, what is happening there. Anything they do, everything is being televised. Life, the whole world is it. UK, I don't see UK. 
I'm not talking about America. I'm just talking about our colonial masters. But we that uh, they are followers, the slave trade, they left Nigeria now. That is what is now. There is need for our judicial system. If the judges are sincere to themselves, everything should be televised live for public and Harry to see. That will show you the judges when they are talking and when they are reading all their speeches, everything. And Nigeria will say everything. That will give everybody that satisfaction. Mm. But if you take your way back, people start to complain, complain for one, for this, and that light, light. You see that time, and Nepal will not give light on whether the GE is your word in front of them. Now, we have to be very, very careful the way we are moving this country. Because mm. the life is moving one-sided. Nobody cares. We should both, and I need to say before, last time I was talking about Turkey. Turkey is gone. What is happening now in Sudan? I tell you what is happening now, where they carry Nigerians, uh, uh, Nigerians where they vacated from Khartoum, yes. Egypt. That's the worst hotel in Egypt. And APC is already in Egypt. To carry Nigeria, over 300, the, the, the aircraft base to carry more than 300. And we have C 120, I've entered that C 120 when I was in the Air Force Military School. That was as far back as 80s, as I saw today. I've entered that C 130 more than three times or four times from Lagos to, from Dust to Lagos. Very big aircraft. What does it prevent us from going to Egypt to vacate? 11 countries have vacated from Egypt. We have terrorist group, trade, the military, both everything. What does it take them? We have ship, Nigeria uh, uh, Navy. What does it take to go there and like what American did? Their ship was there with their number of people today. Why the aircraft goes there and vacate that? What does it take? See how they are suffering people. That is to shoot a lesson to Nigeria when you are going outside Nigeria. Anytime you get to people in any place, find your way back to your country or to anybody. But the thing is this whether the man in Adamawa disappeared, he came to display the script that was given to him. But no problem. Don't just continue going. Nigeria, don't bother yourself. Bro. Don't get hypertension or stroke because of Nigeria. Just be praying to God to give you life to watch what you say. What you are seeing is a future. One day, one day, we saw Turkey. We just took it as a side play. We are seeing Sudan. We saw it as a side play. God, this is continuing. Do you know the strike force that is there, those boys? They have been operating for, for since 2013. That's how those uh, militia. Since 2013 to date. Terrorists are happening in Nigeria. How many years? Relax. Don't bother yourself. Whatever you show, you must repeat. If they like to show good, fine. Continue accumulating, accumulating. Continue preparing for your child, still or born. No problem. Don't suffer. I'll make that no bother. Nigeria is our country. Good morning. Good morning, Marzi. Hello, good morning. Morning, Emeka. Good morning. Your name and where you're calling me from? Hello. Hello, I can hear you. Good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Hello. Graphics Network today is, is terrible. Hello, good morning. Emeka, good morning. Good morning. Emeka, this is Joshua. please go on with your contribution. Emeka, my brother, that I the grateful election announcer in Adamawa State. A man that uh, made history by the youth sending him naked. A whole, a whole professor. It's a very, very big disgrace to his generation. I'm just, I'm just, please calm down. Let's, let's, let's be civil here. Mm, please. Okay. Please. Thank you. So what I'm just trying to say this morning, my brother, is uh, uh, it's very, very unfortunate that uh, the ruling party has decided to hijack everything. I, I, I met Commissioner uh, Buhari is the one that appointed him. The, the only slogan is that uh, I'm not satisfied, go to court. 
inadamawa nifawwa kapundia please don't analyze this result please you are you are consulted don't analyze this result out of selfish interest our lady is a member of the ruling party he went on analyze all without a result sheet in his hand uh, unfortunately, due in the call ended. Yeah, Jude, sir, please try to call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Good morning. Hello. Ah, uh, we having we having issues here. Please do try to call us back. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine zero eight one zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name and where you're calling me from? My name is Zira. I'm calling from Old Bukuru Park. Please go on with your contribution. Well, it's quite unfortunate what is happening in our nation. Just like I keep saying that whoever does not obey the rule of law is not worthy of any constitution. Mm. Our elite, they don't have any, they don't obey the rule of law. Mm? Because I remember in the presidential election, Dino was busy shouting to the INEC chairman that, please, what you are doing is not right. Don't announce this result. He was busy shouting, the INEC uh, chairman was telling him that he should go to court. Isn't it? Isn't it all played out? Mm-hmm, okay, now in Adamawa State, the same thing they are telling the INECREC. Don't announce this result. What did he do? He did the same thing that his master did. So who will hold him accountable? Nobody. For him to still come out boldly and say that what he did, he has no regrets in announcing that result that the woman win. So mm-hmm. at least you know that there is something backing him. Mm-hmm. When the whole world is watching, seeing, eh? Somebody that, uh, with the allegation being placed on him that uh, they gave him two billion. Who will see two billion and will not want to do? But, but, hey, are you there? Hello, are you there? Uh, unfortunately, we can't hear you. Please do try to call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Not the phone lines are, are not acting acting up this morning, but please do try to call back again zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. So we're talking about election tribunal, which the pre-hearing starts on Monday. Do you think it should be televised? And do you trust the judiciary enough to be fair? in their judgments in the space of 180 days. I'm also asking you the question, what would be favorable in terms of judgment for you for the presidential you know, um, tribunal, election tribunal? What would be a favorable decision for you? Do you think, like I asked again, tribun- the election tribunal, they are good. And I'm asking this question about the, the um, not authenticity, the trust level that we have with the judiciary. Because a lot of times in the past year or two, Nigerians don't seem to trust election um, um, judiciary. I remember when the whole case of you know uh, um, some senators when the, the cases of um, judges you know being I don't want to use the word being molested, but for want of a better word, being molested in their houses. You know, judges being removed without without following the processes. And some people said that there are times when you need to use some form of high-handedness in dealing with certain issues. And the people who say, hey, these judges, you can't trust them. They'll probably get some money somewhere. They'll probably have to listen to some people somewhere and do what they want. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Oh, the phone lines are acting up this morning. Please do try to call us 90 or 
the phone lines are not you're not you're not doing us good this morning but please do try to call us and you know continue trying and we you know promise to answer your calls and give you the floor to talk like i was saying a lot of people do not trust the judiciary and i think that leaves a lot of question mark on whatever judgment they pass because if you don't trust the person whatever they do does not come out as right hello good morning good morning good morning your name and where you're calling me from hello hello i can hear you good morning Hello, good morning. Go on. <sighs> Unfortunately, the lines, the phone lines are acting up. Um, again, like I said before, do try to call us. We have about 90 minutes to the end of the show. We'll make sure we pick as many calls as we can today. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, I can hear you. Ah, okay. Okay, all right then. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, so please, when you call, just just go with your contribution. It seems our networks are not acting up. So when you just call me and advance that, please go with your contribution. Hello, good morning. Morning. Good morning. Your name and where you calling me from? Good morning, America. Good morning. Go on. Hello. Good morning. Okay, um, like I said before, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, your name and where you're calling me from? I am Joseph, calling from Kaduna. Uh, Joseph from Kaduna, please go on with your, with your contribution. Yes. The INEC, we can see that it is the product, it is the work of the president, Bukhari. That is the cause of all this problem. Why do you say it that? He's living by... Eh? Why do you say it is Buhari's fault that we know these problems? In 2019, we can see the INEC, the same man, denying that they don't have a server. Why is he paid for? Yes. And this time around, she now told the people, go to the court. Straight, go to court. We want to see, I, if I were the court, I would prove to him. I would do the right thing to make sure that he never used the court to maybe brag, brag, brag that he has been, is a, is a, that he has, if he has the court in his pocket. Mm. You understand? Yes. So, let's watch and see what they will do. The court should prove that they are not a partisan. Thank you. Thank you so much. So come four lines as you open zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Maka. Good morning. Your name and where you're calling me from? Yeah, this is Mark B calling from Kuku. All right, Mark B, please go with your contribution. Well, I think um, this country called Nigeria knows the right thing to do, mm. but the problem is how we go to implement the right thing. Until unless this paper, the military, is torn apart and bring new constitution that will guide this country. Mm. All this problem will continue. On the issue of celebrating uh, this uh, uh, election, whatever it is, I think it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. But not, you know, for the court to tell them that, look, we, are, we, are, we want to be transparent in this. And even Nigeria expect that. Now, it has been now in public domain, that it whether they will it or not, when we're not writing. So why are we, why are we always 
Why would I be such a country? Mm. Leave them what to do and do something, do something different. So let them go ahead and kill the So you know, in all over the world, some people will see what's going on. Mm. I'm not able to say that what the process was, was uh, completely uh, That's how it should be. Mm. So this country will sit down together as a people. Look at our problem face to face and say the reality. As when you speak now, if you want to say something now, you say, no, 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 this media, they will, they will charge you five million or whatever million. Yes. And they will keep this aside. And we are running around issues. Mm. When you want to prepare me to my brother, you don't prepare. And that's what's happened in this country. So, unless the country sit down themselves and do the right thing, if everybody of us know the right thing, all of, all of us know the right thing, let's come out and say this right now, let's do it. What's the wrong? If not, how can somebody who uh, pronounced a uh, uh, result when other local governments are being collected, we are running around issues? This should, should be presented as in jail. Today, they are begging and they are making a UK court to have this. If, if that case is in Nigeria, if it's Nigeria, would somebody do it? That's an issue. Now, they are not begging to, 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 have, to have mercy on a, a grandmother. If it's in Nigeria, should prevail. It will. It will. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. When all you right. go outside the outside country, you see our politicians, our big men, who all the roads, even at the cross. But in the news, it's not that. It's unfortunate. So this country must come, come together and throw away this paper that is given to us by nature and uh, create new constitution. New constitution. But better still, tell themselves about this country. Thank right. you very much. Thank you so much for calling. Hello, good morning. Hi, Mecca. Hello, and good morning. Your name and where you calling me from? Before my call went off, okay, June. Network. All right, yes. These are you, sir. Yeah, no, go Once on. Once again, you know, I was trying to clarify everything because this kind of abominable act by the direct uh, uh, official in Adama State, this kind of thing has never happened in this country or any other country in the world. And, uh, since this thing happened, has the presidency or the ruler, uh, ruling party questioned the man in question? Why, no. why would they question him? Uh, you know, they told us uh, during uh, 2015, before they came into power, that uh, anything corruption, anything to do with corruption, anything to uh, do with illegality, they can never be part of it. Yes. That's the truth of the matter. But when this thing happens, they fold their hands, they do not make any comments, nothing, nothing come out of them. Had it been his PDP or any other party, this kind of thing happen with. Honestly speaking, they will fly it all over, all over the... In short, not only Nigeria, all over the world. But this thing happened. Even this man in question went to BBC outside service said that he did not regret his action, that uh, what he did is a right something, and the government of, of the day refused to make any comment about it. Mm. And I cannot tell us the truth. These governments of the day have defined many things in this country. They are above the law. When you when maybe something happens, you want to protest, they will show you gone. You know, you cannot talk. My brother, God bless you. God bless you too, Jude, for calling. Um, hello, good morning. 
Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Comrade Ados Antibas. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I can hear you. All right, I'm going to say this. Whenever, when you call, because of the network issues, just go on with your contribution. Tell us your name and where you're calling from and go on with your thoughts. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Your name and where you're calling us from? God bless you, my brother. This is Extravagant Malibu calling you from Joss. Extravagant Malibu, please go with your thoughts. Yes, I think um, the subject matter this morning mm. uh, should be a disturbing one for every well-meaning Nigeria. Uh, for obvious reasons. Um, we know that there cannot be a country without the rule of law. True. It is the rule of law that controls the behaviors of uh, the people in every society. When a situation where you have people who have grown above the law, then there is a problem. Mm. How do I mean, my brother? For instance, and there was a court judgment on the plateau as regards to the speakership of uh, Plateau State House of Assembly. Yes. And um, it was, went in favor of uh, Abok. And uh, we are told it was a declarative, state, a, state, a declarative judgment. And in a declarative judgment, you don't have a choice but to adhere to it. Rather than the security providing Abok, who is the beneficiary of that judgment? We can see the total ceiling of Plateau State House of Assembly. And now, to add salt to the injury, mm-hmm. on the May Day, the governor addressed the the House of Assembly. Plateau State House of Assembly. Mm-hmm. And nothing has happened. Everybody is quiet. You Oh, that one. Ah, oh, Please just call us. Unfortunately, our network is acting off this morning. Hello, good morning. Please just try to call us back if we can't take any more calls before the season, um, before the show ends. Hello, good morning. Final call for the morning. Hello, good morning. Unfortunately, while we are still trying to get your calls, I'll go over to Facebook now where we have some interesting comments. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Unfortunately, we can't take any more of your calls. The networks have been quite unfaithful to us. But here are the comments we have on Facebook. Comrade Dawas Longat Dawas says, The best thing is to be transmitted, for it to be transmitted live. What is happening in the court so that the whole world can see and know what is happening, whether justice is done or not. Now, most of the lawyers in the Court of Appeals and other courts that will be sitting on the tribunal will be smiling in their bank because money will play a role. Hmm, that's what Comrade Dawos um, Longa says, so not me. And I don't trust Nigerian lawyers. <laughs> Calm down. Let's continue to pray for peace and plenty states. Kevin Lewis Denshark says, I'm not sounding pessimistic about political parties challenging the outcome of the presidential election, but nothing reasonable will come out of it. So what are you doing? <laughs> Kevin, it's okay. If, if, this is your, if this is what you think will happen, it's fine. Nigerians are known to manipulate almost everything for their selfish interest and miss the interest of people. So let us all pray for Tinubu to surprise us by performing excellently beyond reasonable doubt. If he keeps all his promises... 
then there will be nothing to fear or be aggrieved about. My question is, has there been any Nigerian politician that kept all his promises? I don't, I don't think there's any. How about Akaya Dagza says, we expect nothing but a transparent and just judiciary. A judiciary void of interference by the powers that be. Let the judiciary, uh, let the judiciary um, know that we are Nigerians and whatever befalls one befalls all. Let them know that there are little regard for them. My the executive in terms of not interference through inducements. Okay, he said they should prove all of us wrong and be the hero of Nigerians. We pray so. Iam David says, um, it's a nice conversation with you. The call should be fair, should be fair in your judgment. Election is over. Election is over, nothing like party, nothing like any candidate who emerged victorious should be given his mandate. It is unfortunate that the court's decision in Nigeria is not respected. We can see it from the judgment passed on Honorable Abok. Ayodele Agbabiaka says the tribunal should just do the right thing. Give us our mandate too, and it should be televised for all Nigerians to view. Like I asked before, what exactly would be a fair judgment to many Nigerians? If the, if, if the, if the courts comes out to say the president-elect is the one who duly won the election rightfully won the election and the process was right and all of the prayers you know after it has been heard and everything has been done comes out to say um president-elect uh, president-elect Wala Ahmed is the president of nigeria would we call it fair i think that's what the question i think the question for me is a lot of people a lot of nigerians have a certain idea of what the judgment should be like and if it doesn't come out that way i feel like we all cry foul so i want us to be honest whether we are going to obey the judgment of the court and trust them enough that whatever they say is what is um the problem of this country according to mark da chong is that the high level of corruption in this country it's even it's not the executive okay he says the high level of corruption in this country is even it is not the executive that appointed them, the executive will still have them to buy because no longer have a moral conscience. That's quite deep. Kanayo Joseph Eze says, I am very positive on the tribunal as they commence hearing soon. Very well, um, very well to Nigerians. Cyprian Mafia says, My expectations are the judiciary should be magnanimous and be fair in delivering his judgment. He who comes to equity seeking justice must come with clean hands. Peter Obi has a clean and clear hand. Let the judiciary give the masses their mandates. Hmm. Ezeleke Henry says, Honestly, what happened on the 25th was a movie being played by Mahmoud. If the judiciary refuses to televise the court proceedings, then the international organization should delete Nigeria. <laughs> calm down, calm down. From the countries that practice democracy. And finally, Musandi Moses Evi Evi says, I don't think anything will come out of this tribunal. The ruling party have successfully bought the election. Hmm. Anyways, that's all the comments we have on Facebook this morning. So every one of you that called, every single one of you that listened, that joined our conversation on Facebook and on Twitter, thank you so much. Join us again tomorrow as we have another interesting conversation. Like I always say, one I am certain you would want to be a part of. Hey, from me, stay out of trouble and spread love. By 10 o'clock, the news comes up.